Hey, Evan. Hello. How you doing, sir? Good, good, good. Sorry about like the craziness, but I'm I'm glad we're finally doing it, and I'm uh yeah definitely happy to. Oh man, no problem, no problem, man, no problem. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Derek D. Wildman. We're doing another episode of Detroit Chess Killers podcast. I pronounce your last name. How do you pronounce it? Raven. Raven. So it's Evan Raven. Yep. Okay, I'm on here with uh. The owner of Premier Chess, National Master, Evan Raven. That is it. Thank you so much. I'm really glad to uh, and honored to be here. Oh, no, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, let's start off like I asked everybody. <clears throat> Get some background of yourself and uh, how you got started in chess. Yeah, thank you so much. So I grew up in New York City, uh, in Manhattan, on the Upper West Side, uh, born and raised. Um, when I was in second grade at Churchill, um, a special ed school in, uh, at the time on the Upper East Side, eventually it actually moved to, uh, downtown or in Kitts Bay, uh, when I was in middle school. Uh, but yeah, I started, you know, pretty much right away. My brother and my dad taught me how when I was in second grade, uh, a month after that, I joined the Churchill Chess Club. Um, and a month after that, I was actually... Uh, with the Churchill chess team at the Nationals in Peoria, Illinois. Um, so, you know, three months or so after moving the pieces, I was already at the Nationals and pretty much never looked back, uh, you know, since that day. Wow. Can you recall, like, your first, for example, so you played Scholastic Chess, right? Yes. So did you, I mean, what was your rating during them Scholastic time? Did you jump into it and automatically catch on? Did you have, you know, trials and triumphs? What was your scholastic chess career about? Yeah, certainly. So uh, my first rating, I think, was around like 600-something. Uh, it quickly actually went back down to like 595, I think, um, in the very beginning. Um, and I've actually had a, actually a, a very, I would say, slow start. Um, it took me like, three and a half years, I think, to get over 1,000. You know, now I see tons of students, you know, basically going from complete beginner to 1,200 and, you know, under a year, uh, if they're serious. Uh, Quite frankly, I I don't think I was that serious as a kid. And I even do (laughs) occasionally feel slightly hypocritical when I'm, you know, talking to, you know, some of my students about, you know, progressing and being serious because I definitely wasn't that serious as a kid. Uh, you know, for me, it was more just, you know, kind of the communal aspect, going to tournaments, uh, you know, which is great, but I, I definitely didn't uh, invest enough energy uh, in terms of, um, you know, just putting in the work, you know, doing, doing chess puzzles um, and whatnot. And yeah, it took me like, you know, about three and a half years to, you know, even crack a thousand. Uh, now, once I did that, when I was, I think, about 10, I actually pretty instantly gained, like, a h- couple hundred points. Um, and actually, like, yeah, it took me, like, three years to get over 1,000, and then it took me, like, a year to get to, like, 1,700. Um, so, yeah, definitely, like, you know, at, at that point, improved, you know, actually very quickly. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you, like, you're playing chess, and, like you said, you're coming up to Scholastic range, sure improving your rating when did you realize hey man i'm really really good at this i'm gonna break expert and national master is next 
Yeah, I mean, that definitely happened in high school. I think I made expert for the first time when I was about uh, 14 or 15, uh, you know, freshman year of high school.、Uh, it was always certainly a goal of mine.、Um, actually, like when I played my second nationals in、uh, Phoenix in, in 1998. Uh, Bruce Pandolfini was actually a friend and mentor of mine, and、um, you know, and a dear, esteemed colleague now.、Um, but like back then, he you know wrote on one of his books that he gave me,、uh, you know, future master. <laughs> you know, literally since then, I like always wanted to,、um, and eventually that obviously came true.、Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was always just a, a goal to you know continue with it and. Uh, you know, do the best we can, and you know, for me, it's definitely important to、uh, you know continuously grow.、Um, you know, while I am、uh, you know mostly busy running the company, I'm still you know actively playing. You know, so I'm now actually in、uh, Vesuvio, Italy, <laughs>、uh, to start playing a tournament tomorrow uh, here. Um, so you know, I'm still certainly、uh, you know actively getting better and.、Um, You know, it, it's it's still you know certainly important to you know know the the road is certainly not over. Yeah, that's good. So you said you're over. You're in Rome, Italy, right?、Uh, I was in Rome this morning, actually. I I, I was in Naples for a couple of hours on the way,、uh, and now I'm in、uh, actually a, a town called Bosco Reale, which is、uh, basically outside of Naples,、uh, but right next to、uh, Vesuvio.、Uh, so that's actually, actually near Pompeii as well. I see you do a lot of traveling. A lot of traveling. We friends on Facebook. I know that you do a lot of traveling. <laughs>、uh, definitely do a lot of traveling.、Um, you know, I was last three weeks ago actually playing a tournament in Los Angeles.、Uh, actually hanging out with Shelby Lorman of American Test Equipment,、uh, who's a very very close partner of ours.、Um, you know, playing in the Los Angeles Open.、Uh, two weeks before that, I was actually、uh, playing in the Canadian International Open in Montreal. Uh, a few weeks before that, I was actually working、um, and doing some programs together with the National Scholastic Chess Foundation in、uh, South Florida.、Um, so yeah, definitely travel quite a bit.、Um, actually, I get back to New York next Tuesday after a layover in Zurich,、uh, but then actually Friday morning I'm out to Tucson,、uh, and we're actually doing a big event、uh, in Tucson. On Friday night, the sixth of December,、um, where I'm actually going to be doing a, a lecture and a simul. Wow! I see you. I see you're very, very busy. I'm proud of you. I support、uh, what you're doing.、Uh, for me, watching you on the outside, looking in,、uh, it seems that like you're very deep rooted with the scholastic chess and working with kids. And you are the owner of Premier Chess, right? I am the owner,、um, and yeah, it's 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 been great.、Uh, in addition to actually a lot of the corporate classes that we do, we're actually currently at the law firm Kramer Eleven once a month,、uh, as well as a couple of other companies.、Uh, you know, we do run programs in 69 schools、uh, currently in New York, New Jersey, Arizona, Texas, Maine, and Connecticut,、um, and currently expanding to some other states. Um, I've actually even had a lot of conversations about starting some programs here <laughs> in Italy,、um, and, and well, mostly in Rome, where I was the last、uh, you know couple days.、Um, 
So, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're definitely, I mean, I am, you know, obviously relatively young. I, I, I kind of came up in the New York, uh, you know, scholastic scene myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, definitely constantly growing, um, you know, both in terms of our number of schools, um, and also our, you know, instructors. Uh, so right now we have 44 instructors and, uh, you know, quickly growing to, you know, a much bigger team. Okay. So let me, add, I know a lot of people like I'm familiar with, but a lot of people listen to this podcast. Where did you come up with the idea and concept? Of this company premier chess and getting it into schools and working with the scholastic uh you know scholastic chess tell us like some of the history of it yeah so basically speaking i um you know actually worked in corporate america for four years uh mm-hmm. doing enterprise sales at oracle uh selling hardware to actually the financial services sector in toronto uh and other parts of eastern canada uh, and then I actually spent a year doing uh, sales uh, at Rapid7, selling data security uh, to the state, local, and education uh, clients. Um, and then actually I was, um, then I actually started a, a different company with uh, one of my former Oracle colleagues, Scott Shaheen, and a couple others uh, called Pillar Sales, which actually represented software as a service uh, companies. Um, that are looking to expand but don't exactly have enough resources to build out their own uh, sales team Uh, and that worked well you know I was doing that for about a year Um, traveled quite a bit I was you know actually in Europe and the Netherlands and Belgium and Iceland and uh, Israel and other places just meeting companies Um, and then actually on the side I was teaching chess at the time um, and, you know, basically a, a year later in September of 2017, um, actually a little bit earlier that year, um, I was actually going to Israel in that July to, you know, meet some companies uh, and also do a, a trip with uh, my good friend Steve Eisenberg uh, that does Israel trips uh, twice a year, uh, well, public trips twice a year. Um, and, uh you know, during that time, I was, you know, sort of in transition, trying to figure out what to do. Uh, you know, the company wasn't paying my bills enough. I, you know, wasn't going too much into savings because I was teaching chess, mostly for others. Um, I actually worked with uh, Nelson Dunn uh, at PS40, where actually I still work. Um, so, you know, that that's actually, you know, another way that I, I do definitely differentiate from some of the other chess companies around. Um, I know a lot of chess companies that completely stick to their own uh, and want to do anything with other people. Um, me personally, I, yeah, I run 69 school programs, uh, but I have, yeah, absolutely no problem, uh, you know, doing a program for, you know, even someone else. Um, so I certainly do. Um, and um, yeah, so that, that's essentially you know, what it was. And, then, uh, you know, basically at the time, I, I was actually going to consider getting another sales job. Um, you know, it's just kind of my go-to. Uh, but I said, you know what, I'm going to sell chess for two months and, and see what happens. And sure enough, when I did that, uh, within two months, I was in 14 schools. Um, and oh, pretty much never looked back. 
not to cut you off, that was awesome. So what it was like getting your first uh, – I'm a chess coach, too, in Detroit. But what was it like getting, like, your first school or contract or a big, big break, just your first school? Um, I mean, it was definitely great. Um, our first, actually, school was Seton Catholic uh, in uh, Binghamton, New York. Um and yeah, I mean, I, I remember like a lot of my chess friends like, were like, what are you doing? Like you live in Manhattan and you're like starting a program up in Binghamton, New York, you know, two and a half hours away. Um, and I said, well, guess what? I did a campaign and I reached out to the top 100 schools in the state, um, you know, because I do actually know for a fact that, yeah, there are about 10 or 12 big programs in New York, uh, you know, Columbia Grammar, Hunter, uh, PS6. Uh, PS41, um, you know, all these are actually run by truly amazing chess program coordinators. Sophia Road is, you know, fantastic, you know, running the program at, at Columbia Grammar. Uh, you know, Michael Puchansky at PS6. Uh, Sunil, who runs the program at Hunter, is a particular close partner of ours. Um, so, you know, unlike with some other chess companies, you know, that are actually going after these schools that, you know, have had programs for many, many years. Uh, you know, I had no interest in that. You know, I was going for, you know, programs that, I mean, when I, I remember the first time I called the principal at, at Seton Catholic, you know, he was as grateful as could be, you know, that I called him. Uh, you know, which to me was like just a little bizarre. I mean, I used to work at Oracle and, you know, never did a CIO like thank me for calling him. You know, I was always the, literally his, you know, 50th call of the day, you know, so like if I was lucky, yeah, sure, he'd pick up. Um, but, you know, if he did, he certainly wasn't grateful, you know, it was just kind of like, hey, why are you interrupting me? Um, but, you know, when I started reaching out to schools that have actually, you know, legitimately never been reached out to before, uh, you know, regarding chess programs, uh they were actually very grateful. Hmm. So, since we talk about Premier Chess, I'm pretty sure a lot of your students play Scholastic. Could you tell us, like, some of your superstar kids from the success they done had? Uh, yeah. So they're we're, we're definitely they're definitely starting to. Um, you know, truly, our programs, um, you know, are not that much. Uh, you know, tournament schools yet. That's definitely you know a work in progress. Um, you know, as much as we have a ton of programs, you know, it actually does take time. Um, but, you know, that said, um, you know, we definitely started to, you know, build chess cultures, uh, you know, like at Grace Church School, for instance, uh, in Manhattan, we, we actually run uh, two uh, middle school electives every week, plus a high school elective uh, once, uh, once a week. Um, and, you know, at the high school, um, we, um, you know, they, they actually had an informal chess program uh, previously run by Cal, one of the science teachers. Um, but, you know, they never went to tournaments. Now we, you know, have gotten a couple of kids to go to, uh, you know, the cities, states, nationals. Um, you know, they did actually, um, you know, do, I think they got like, 10th place and you know the high school uh nationals uh two years ago uh and then uh 
site the, the state championships two years ago. Um, and then actually this year, yeah, we had one kid play his first tournament and yeah, won, uh, you know, first unrated uh, in, in his section uh, in the middle school. So, um, you know, it's definitely a matter of planting seeds. Uh, honestly, when I first started my company, I was like, oh, why can't we be like Hunter or Dalton or, you know, some of these like massive chess schools? And then I remember like, yes, Neil has been teaching at 1976. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, it's it's not like he built the... Yeah, it didn't happen overnight. I exactly know what you're talking about. You know, scratch in a year, so, you know, it took, I'm from you know... Um, so, you know, it definitely, it definitely takes time. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely um, building culture, running tournaments. We have a lot of kids playing our own tournaments. Uh, so this year we're actually, we have 10 tournaments partnering with Chernozville Chess. Um, so it's actually a Grand Prix of, of 10 tournaments, uh, three, pro, three tournaments at uh, Grace Church School, bigger programs. I'm still here, Evan. Hello? Hello? Okay. Yeah. My bad. I apologize about that. Yeah, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Hello? Okay, now I got another question. Yes. I'm from Detroit. Why is there no premier chess program in Detroit? Um, that's a very good question. Um, we would definitely be more than open to it. Uh, by the way, I am a Wolverine fan. My brother went to University of Michigan. Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully you are as well. <laughs> um, yeah, great. So, um, no, de- definitely would, would love that. Um, I do know that, um, you know, Ben Feingold used to run a couple programs, at least out in Ann Arbor. Um, it actually was funny. He was actually in Rome <laughs> uh, the same time I was this week, although I didn't know it until the night before he was leaving. Um, and actually I was leaving as well, um, down here, uh, so we didn't get a chance to meet, but, um, you know, chess connections are everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, we, I, I definitely would. And as a matter of fact, you know, if, if you have instructors that, you know, could go to places, uh, in Detroit, you know, we'd be more than happy to partner with you. And yeah, I mean, honestly, like personally, you know, my biggest strength, uh, you know, is business development. Uh, right now we don't have you know, too many people that could teach in Detroit, but... Yeah, of course I got coaches. Uh, we'd be more than happy to partner with you. Um, and by the way, I have actually taught a chess camp at, uh, at Detroit, Country Detroit Country Day School uh, two, two years ago. You understand?
Well, I, you know, we'll talk, you know, a little offline after, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely build a partnership. Um, you know, we've actually done that in a bunch of other territories. Uh, so for instance, uh, in Southern Connecticut and Northern Westchester, we're actually partnering very, very closely with uh, Alex Edelman's National Educational Scholastic Chess Association. Uh, you know, we currently partner actually in, in two different schools. Thistle uh, Way Thirdly Learning Center, we've, where we've actually been for uh, about two and a half years now, um, as well as preschool. Okay. Okay. Evan. Hello. Hello. Hello? 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 Bang, back. Uh, what's up, Evan? We just gonna finish this off. We just had a little technical difficulties, but we back on. You there? I am here and good to go. Okay, yeah, we was talking about uh, chess in Detroit and why there's not premier chess in Detroit. I don't know if you follow Detroit. Have you ever heard of Mr. Kevin Fight? I've heard the name before. Okay, Mr. Kevin Fight runs, I think, you have heard of Detroit City Chess Club? Yes. Okay, he runs the Detroit City Chess Club. I uh, work with them from there and there. We are a program in, uh, like you said, Detroit. We host like 100 plus kids uh, pr- probably uh, every week. We took 100 and something kids to the regionals. Uh, December the 6th, Detroit City Chess Club is actually bringing uh, Nakamura down to the DIA uh, to play assignment with the kids and stuff. So there is a, a upbringing and a developing chess community in Detroit. Mm. The pro- I'm just going to be honest the problem we have in Detroit is we haven't took the next step of developing young uh, masters and experts like in New York like I think the last master we had you familiar with Fide Master James I mean James Canny yeah he's a, a good acquaintance of mine yeah like and that's our problem we reach uh, we, don't, we don't have how can I put it we we're getting there, but we're not getting the kids over the hump where they could be 2,000 experts and all that other stuff. Uh, recently, we just had a girl named Sharice Wood. She just played, what tournament that was in India? She represented the U.S. Uh, the U.S. chess team at the, uh, what's it called that? The grade over there in India. What's the name of that tournament? Uh, the, I think, World Youth or something like that. But yeah. I, I did actually see that story. Yes. Yeah, so certainly. We are getting there, and we are... Uh, developing some talent we just have to get the kids over the hump so maybe one of these you know days you know you could come down or you know we could try to organize something because there is uh, a developing I say Detroit is becoming a hotbed for scholastic chess and with the hotbed developing for scholastic chess it's coming up to like the adult level like we're getting a lot of older experts and masters that want to play that was probably like playing poker backgammon, mm. and all that other stuff yeah well I, look I, I would definitely love to get involved in any way I can um, 
I've actually spent a lot, a lot of time in the last several months uh, traveling all around and meeting chess organizations and seeing how we can partner um, and, you know, providing, you know, extra value. Um, you know, this month, uh, you know, I'm obviously now in Italy and, you know, I'm doing some stuff here. Uh, you know, two weeks ago, I was, you know, working with our close partner uh, in L.A., um, you know, American Chess Equipment. Um, and also talking to, you know, some of the local companies in, in L.A. Um, you know, a couple of weeks before, I was, you know, visiting the National Scholastic Chess Foundation uh, events uh, down in Sunrise, Florida, um, with their Sunrise Chess entity. Um, also had, you know, the privilege of actually getting dinner with uh, Sunil, uh, his operations manager, um, Robert, uh, actually, as well as Hikaru. Um, and, and the mayor, um, and we talked, you know, a lot about, uh, you know, the programs that they're, they're doing down there. Um, and then actually, uh, Robert and I actually were in Baltimore, uh, back in May, uh, visiting one of the school programs down there that the Department of Labor, uh, sponsors. Um, so yeah, you know, I've definitely been, you know, going all around. Um, also in July, I was meeting with Elliot Neff over at, uh, Chess, um, on his uh, company, Chess Chess for Life, um, you know, outside of Seattle, uh, based out of Bellevue. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm all about, you know, partnerships, um, you know, for instance, in uh, Baltimore, we're probably going to be doing a, a spring break camp, um, in conjunction with the Department of Labor, so um, yeah, definitely happy to, you know, personally come out to uh, Detroit. Um, it's actually been a while since I've been to, uh, you know, the Detroit area. So, um, yeah, by all means, I'd, uh, you know, love to try to set something up, um, you know, potentially a camp or, you know, two-day workshop or, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, I could provide some value there. Cool. I'm going to stay in contact with you and message you about something that we can uh, put together for the kids uh, in the future about that. Now, let's talk chess, right? You follow Absolutely. Me? The last time I saw you play, you played a blitz match on the NBA against William R. Mill in Chicago. Yes. Let's talk about it. How was it? <laughs> uh, so it was definitely a good experience. Uh, you know, unfortunately, obviously I didn't get the result that I, I wanted. Um, you know, William, I've known in passing for many, many years, um, you know, in, in the chess world, um, you know, we've had, you know, a couple conversations here and there, um, you know, I knew he was certainly a, a good player. Um, you know, I didn't exactly completely, completely know what to expect, um, you know, as, as you may know, I was actually there in April of last year as well to play a match against Michael Auger, uh, which unfortunately lost as well. Uh, so I definitely wanted to, uh, you know, redeem myself a little bit and, and win a match. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, ultimately, um, yeah, I, we were actually relatively even in, in the five-minute games. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, in, in the three-minute games, I kind of just, you know, completely fell apart. Um you know, I was winning some of those games too, but, um, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, definitely didn't manage my time uh, well enough. 
Uh, but yeah, no, truly, it was uh, an enjoyable experience at, at the very least. Um, you know, they get a lot of, uh, you know, PR out of it as well. Um, you know, which is quite frankly, the main goal of, of going. And uh, yeah, no, I'd be, you know, certainly more than happy to, you know, go back to Chicago and, you know, play redeem myself. Okay, so I got another question. If you were to play another blitz or cage match, as they call it, who would likely be a, a opponent that you would like to play? Um, definitely a couple of guys there. For one, I'd be more than happy to try to get revenge against either William or, or Michael. Um, also, Tom Murphy, I would be more than happy to play a match against. Um, you know, I have I did play actually some casual games with Tom when I was there the last time. Um, and yeah, I would be uh, you know more than happy to uh, play him. Remy as well. I've had some you know intense games with him. Um, but yeah, um, I mean they're definitely the t- the top two that come to mind. So. If it does happen, what improvements you think you can make on your three mini game? Uh, for one, it's you know potentially do a little bit more preparation beforehand, actually, and you know review some of their their openings a little bit more. Uh, but number two, really just play a little bit more instinctively. Um, you know, not really think about it. Um, you know, also after the opening, just monitor my time a little bit more. Uh, you know, there are a couple of games where I just, you know, honestly, like most players, I'm actually a lot quicker than that. Um, so, you know, occasionally, like when I am running low on time, I just literally don't even think about it. Um, so, yeah, like half the game, I was like, oh, I have a, you know, pretty good position or sometimes even up like a piece or a queen or more. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, wow, it's, you know, two seconds. Um, so, you know, definitely just, you know, Monitoring the time a, a little bit more closely. Oh, okay. That's good. Now, I don't know how you follow this, like, NBL Blitz League, but it's like a Chicago-New York rivalry. In my opinion, I believe the New York players are just, like, stronger all around because, all around because like, y'all got experts and masters, like, everywhere. So, if Chicago was to play a match against New York, I know you team New York, but how would that match go in your opinion? I think, I mean, I'm obviously a little biased, but I, I think New York could definitely win. Um, you know, we just, I mean, look, we could put up the lineup easily with, you know, all grandmasters, you know, if we really wanted to. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I think New York would, uh, I mean, as far as I know, there's, I mean, I know Aminov and Shulman are in, in Chicago. Um I know neither of them did anything in, in, the, in the league, but, um, you know, if it came down to it, and it also, I mean, depends if there's money on the line and stuff. I mean, obviously, if there's money on the line, we can easily get more, more grandmasters or, or sponsors but uh, to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm clearly obviously a little bit biased, but uh, beyond a reasonable doubt, I think New York would win. Okay, that's that's a good. Now we're getting somewhere. Are you familiar with Gopal from Chicago? Uh, Gopal Menon, yes. Yes, sir. What do you think about Gopal? Um, I think. I mean, I I've never actually played against him. I I do know that he's you know definitely a pretty decent player. I you know I know he's he's played a fair amount of matches. Um, but you know I, I can't say no like 
you know, that much, you know, about his, about his game itself. Okay, now see, now I'm going somewhere because I know you know Yakov, right? Or Yakov, how you pronounce it? What's the correct pronunciation? Yakov Norwitz. Yakov. There is some people in Chicago believe Gopal would be Yakov. I mean, that's just not possible. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. There's like we have a trash talk group message, you know. Some people believe Gopal can beat Yakov. That's not possible. Yeah, I, I mean, it, you know, I mean, yeah, technically, like, yeah, I mean, the whole, the whole thing goes anything is possible. Uh, you know, Yakov is in blitz, you know, stronger than, you know, Thunder Grandmasters. Um, you know, not all of them. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, like Hikaru, like, yeah, beats him, you know, for the most part on, on, on Trust.com or ICC. But um, no, I mean, Yakov is, you know, very, very, very strong uh, in blitz. Okay, so tell the people. I mean, in, in chess too, by the way, you know, he's an international master, so I'm not trying to like, you know, knock on him. Um, but, you know, I think even, definitely even more so in, 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 in Blitz. Okay, so see, now we're getting somewhere. So if they were to play a match, 21 game match, Yakov versus Gopal, this is just, just your opinion. What would be the score of the match? I already know you're picking Yakov to win. What would be the score of the match? I mean, if they're playing the, you know, 21 games that, you know, the, the Blitz League usually does, mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, I, I I would say Yakov would get at least, you know, 14, 15. Um, you know, you also have to keep in mind that, you know, once he's, you know, winning by a landslide, he'll probably be, you know, relatively a little bit more conservative too and you know, I'm not going for like you know crazy complications but um yeah I mean it's beyond her, yeah I mean that, that, that's definitely what I would expect so you, you, you saying Yakov 14 7 15 6 over Gopal yes wow wow okay I, I, I like that I like that I like that I know Go, uh, Yakov I actually took a couple lessons from him and then I stopped because you know my Dasha huh? you probably learned about Dasha yeah 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 that was like the first first thing he said first lesson and uh what do you call that uh the bishop thing I can't with the, the dark squares and light squares yeah, you gotta yeah. play in light you gotta build you gotta play in dark if you get control of both light and dark you get Dasha a nice summer home you sound just like to be fair you. I've heard Yakov say that you know more than my fair share of times <laughs> <laughs> I actually felt literally amazing. Like three nights ago, I was at a dinner in Rome and I met this girl from Russia. <laughs> and literally, she mentioned the word Dasha. She was playing everyone goes to their Dashas. And I was like, wow, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> uh, and I know, like, you know, about 15 words of Russian from playing chess over the years. Um, but I actually, yeah, happened to know exactly what Dasha meant. And she was like, wait, what? I'm like, well, yeah, it's my summer home. <laughs> that's, that's, that, 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 that was very, very funny. That, that, was, that was really, really funny. So for the people in Chicago, this is just me, D, talking to you. How strong, like, we hear the rumors of Yakov and the ICC over 2700 and all that other stuff. You know them. 
Like, ha- I'm pretty sure you just saw him play. Like, when he's on his A game, how strong is he? I think he's a strong international master. I think there's a very good chance he'll be a grandmaster in the next couple of years, uh, if not sooner. Um, you know, I look, I knew him when he was, like, very underrated. Um, you know, and, and, yeah, I've seen him play, like, quite a bit. I mean, I'm, I knew him way before this, but the first time we actually, by the way, it's kind of funny, actually, but the first time we actually became, like, really, really good friends, believe it or not, was in Chicago at the airport um, after Chicago opened in 2009. Um, by the way, it was actually my first time that I went to Chicago. Uh, and actually him and our mutual friend, Mikal, um, who actually is one of our instructors uh, in New Jersey. Uh, actually, last time I saw Yakov was at uh, Mikal's younger son, uh, old, his, his actually newborn son's uh, <laughs> Briss circumcision <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Um, that's actually the first time I saw Yaakov. Last time I saw Yaakov. Uh, but yeah, like the three of us actually spent. Uh, he, he actually Yaakov at the time won the under twenty three hundred section of Chicago, Chicago Open, and uh, yeah, we actually spent like basically an all nighter at O'Hare playing blitz. <laughs> wow. So, all you Chicago brothers out here, I'm not saying I'm not the only person saying it. Evan saying it, all the Detroit brothers, y'all leave that man, y'all cough alone. Gopal don't want no smoke. We don't want to be carrying him to the hospital on the chessboard. He a different animal. Correct? I mean, I think, you know, look, if, if the, I think if the Chicago people actually feel, you know, pretty strongly about it, uh, you know, they should challenge Yakov. And, you know, by the way, I would be more than happy to, you know, place a healthy bet on Yakov. See, that's why I like y'all New York guys. <laughs> you, Jonathan Corbly, Angel Lopez, Sean Martinez, Lemil Mack. I like y'all guys. Because y'all just, you, you know, y'all say it and y'all back it up. You see what I'm saying? Say it one more time. Say it one more time for me. I will be more than, more than happy to bet. <laughs> Pretty much as much as you want on Yakov against Gopal. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> now, Evan, I'm gonna let you uh close this out. Before like I am gonna send you that hoodie. Before I let you close, I am gonna send you that dog walk hoodie. I look forward to it. Uh I got and I'll be wearing it very, very proudly. Thank you. So I gotta order more material. But I'm gonna let you close this out. Say whatever you wanna say to the people listening. Promote yourself. Let them know where they can find you, contact you at. The floor is yours. Thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And, you know, everyone else who will hear it afterwards. Um, you know, it's been a, it's been a pleasure um, from here in Vesuvio, Italy. Uh, I look forward to actually playing the tournament uh, here the next three days. Um, you can actually look it up and you can even follow it. The Vesuvio International Open. Um, it's going to be you know, a fun time. And then, uh, yeah, I come back to New York on, on Tuesday. Um, you know, very, very busy with meetings, you know, throughout the week. And then Friday, I actually had to, to Tucson. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, from your chess, um, we do have three main verticals. We do uh, programs in 69 schools. Uh, in seven states, we do a lot of corporate classes, uh, and we also do certainly a lot of private lessons, both online and in person. 
uh, pretty much around the country. And, you know, we're always actually looking for organizations to partner with. Um, I um, work all the time with American Chess Equipment, um, with the director, Shelby Lorman. Um, one thing Shelby and I actually find all the time is there's a lot of chess teachers pretty much around the country that are very, very good at teaching uh, and actually even have extra teaching resources. But, you know, they actually don't have business development skills. Um, you know, like I've actually had, uh, you know, other chess companies actually reach out to me and be like, you know, literally just out of curiosity, like how would you get into, you know, so many schools so quickly? Uh, you know, for me, it's honestly, it was like relatively easy, you know, it's picking up the phone and emailing, um, you know, that, like, that's it. So, um, you know, if you, you know, are even a chess instructor, like somewhere in the country and, you know, you want to be in more schools. Um, you know, we could definitely, you know, create a partnership because um, fairly easily I could get, you know, us into, you know, more schools. Um, so, yeah, I mean, truly, the, the, the more the better, um, you know, for all the New York uh, instructors certainly know about our Grand Prix uh, that we're doing together with Top Level Chess. Um, our next tournament is at the town school on December uh, 14th. Um, you know, definitely look forward to, you know, seeing a lot of students there. And uh, yeah, if anyone has any questions or you know, potential ways to collaborate or, you know, just any ideas, etc. cetera, um, more than happy to, you know, have a conversation. Um, and that can be reached at either evan at premierchess.com um, or 917-776-1306. Um, and yeah, thank you so much again, Dee, for you know, the wonderful opportunity. And uh, I look forward to, you know, creating more of a partnership and, yeah, certainly, you know, jointly, hopefully running some programs in Detroit. All right, man. Thank you, sir, man. Be safe. Enjoy your trip. And I wish you nothing but the best in your tournaments. Thank you so much. Um, look forward to being in touch. All right. Appreciate it. I'm out. Yep. Cheers. Peace.